ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. blessed to be in God's presence. Today I want us to pray for the church. Amen. Amen. And uh, so that you are not deceived, mm. I want to read Matthew 16. Just to 18, sorry. Just to dispel some deception. Mm. You may have some delusion. You oh, may have. Verse 20 of Matthew 18 says, Where two or three are gathered together in mm. my name, mm. There am I in the midst of them. Amen. Amen. So that is it. Don't expect 1,500 people to be praying before you have the confidence that God is hearing you. Mm. You need to be a believer in the word of God. Hallelujah. You should not look around and when you find 2,000 people, mm. then you are now, Charlie, the prayer meeting has started. Mm. The Bible says you need two, two or three. And this morning, we are more than two more. or three. Amen. So, that is the Condition that must be fulfilled for our prayer to ascend. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? Yes. Yeah, we are more than two more or three. So let's pray our prayer in Matthew chapter 9. This morning we are not praying for our marriages Mm. It may affect our marriages But we are not directly praying for our finances We are not directly praying for our health Mm. Even though there may be an indirect benefit That will accrue to our marriages, our health and so on We are praying for the church The church Verse 36 
says, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad Mm. as sheep having no shepherd. So if it is crowds, Mm. we have them already. That's true. We see the crowds in verse 36. Multitudes is not a small... I mean, when you are unable to count, then you can talk about multitudes. Remember that the Bible has talked about Jesus feeding 5,000. Besides women and children, Peter preached 3,000. So, if it is 5,000, then it can be numbered. He could have said, when he saw the 5,000, or when he saw the 3,000, he was moved. So, if a book which knows 5,000 and 3,000 and thousands of thousands says multitudes, Mm. then you and I should agree that this is really an innumerable company. Innumerable. Plenty. So, I'm just saying that if it is crowds, 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 we have them. You are teaching. In verse 36. Next verse. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest Mm. truly is plenteous. Wow. But the laborers are few. Wow. 38. Pray. Is anybody ready to pray this morning? Oh, yes. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest mm. that he will send forth laborers. So this prayer topic is clear. Clear. It didn't say pray that God will send finances. No. Pray that God will send angels. No. Pray that God will send wedding rings. No. Pray that God will send forth laborers into his harvest. God bless you. So since we are Christians and we want to obey the word of God, we are going to pray the prayer Jesus Christ asked us to pray. What was the prayer? Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers. Laborers. So note the things we have in these three verses. Number one, in verse 36, we have the crowds that we can't count. Mm. So it's not like we need souls. No. We have the crowds. You are teaching we are not in need of members. You are teaching. Crowds. Crowds. So, 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 what is the problem in the church? Wow. wow. What is it that doesn't exist? 
I'll suggest to you what is lacking in the church. Please do. I'll suggest to you what is lacking in the church that has thousands of thousands of thousands of people. What is lacking in the church is the harvest. Oh. Wow. The harvest. Even though there are multitudes, we need laborers who will gather the harvest. Hallelujah. Who will bring the harvest. Now, I'll suggest to you that the harvest traditionally is the souls of men. That's true. In other words, the church can never be too big not to have more members. Never. No church can be too large that now it's okay. Members shouldn't come. No. So traditionally, the harvest is about souls. Souls. That no matter how large we are, no matter how many we are in the church, 10,000, 5,000, there will still be a need for souls. Souls. Harvest. Harvest. So we are going to pray that God will send laborers who will garner and gather in the harvest. Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to suggest to you that the harvest is more than souls. More. Wow. There are many things that must be harvested in the church. Wow. Teach. That because of the paucity of laborers, we lack. Wow. Because the church doesn't have enough pastors. Mm. Because the church doesn't have enough shepherds. We are not able to harvest a certain type of Christianity. Spirituality, blessings. A certain type. We need to have a harvest of spirituality. Holiness. A harvest of knowledge. There are things that must come together to make the church the church it should be. Not just crowds Mm. that gather in the church. There also must be a harvest of spirituality. Hallelujah. We can be gathered as thousands and be a church of crooks. Mm. Teach. Crooks. Womanizers. Pornographers. We need a harvest of righteousness. Righteousness. Yes. The harvest, what must be harvested is a lot. But the people who must work are few. So I'm not, please don't send me a text message or an email that I was saying, I've told you that the harvest is souls. Souls. That's one of our discussion this morning. And we are going to pray for more souls. 
the church can never be too full not to have members, never. new members. Never. But I'm just suggesting to you that there are more things we must harvest. Amen. We must harvest blessings and prosperity. Mm. We must harvest stability. But the laborers who will go and visit the members and teach them the word of God to stabilize them are few. So even though we are a lot, not all of us gather on Sunday morning because it is also a type of harvest. Stability. The harvest. The harvest is all the things the church needs to be a church. Mm, mm. Like by this time on Sunday morning, David should not be the one behind the keyboard. Is mm. he in front or behind? I don't know which, which side. <laughs> <laughs> but because we don't have a harvest of instrumentalists. A harvest. He has now become a one man thousand in the church. But we are praying the Lord send forth laborers who will raise instrumentalists. Amen. Yes. I don't know if you understand English. You don't seem to understand. So. We need shepherds who will go and visit the men who are working and have hired or rented a chamber and hall at Oyibi, Amrahia, Ghana flag, gravel pits. We need shepherds to go and visit them and ask them, why are you not married? Mm. We need this because we need a harvest of married women. A harvest. And in the church, the women don't propose. It's the men who must propose. So if the men don't propose, there can't be any marriages. Mm. So we need laborers who will pastor the men and guide them to marry. It's also a harvest. It's a harvest. You're teaching. Without that type of work, Without that dimension of labor, huh. there will be no harvest. So, if you see, it's, 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 look at verse 36. There were a lot of people, but they were scattered and they fainted. Hey. Yeah, because when a lady is 40 years and she has been hoping for mm, a husband mm, for mm, 12 mm, years, mm, 40 minus 12 is what? 28. Let's say even 26 or 25. She's been dreaming about uh, 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 having her wedding. She has already by 40 years now started dreaming about grandchildren. Wow. But the church she's in, the men are not correct men. Mm. Because we don't have enough pastors who pastor the men. You are teaching. So the ladies in the church will faint. The Bible says, hope that is deferred makes the heart sick. So she has been in the church for 15 years. No man is marrying her. She will be sick. Sick. She will faint. Wow. So I'm talking about a harvest of virtues. Wow. 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 It's my greatest joy that, that these wow. ladies sitting here all have wedding rings on their fingers. But they just have wristwatches. Mm. 
We need more than race watches. More. So we are going to pray. Oh, yes. That some bodies come, coming to church today from today's yes. service will rise up to be a shepherd. Rise up. Will rise up to be a pastor. Rise up. Will rise up to be a worker. Rise that up. is how the church harvests not just members, but the things that go together. So people don't faint. They are there as, a, as for crowds. We have them. More. If it is crowds, by the grace of God, we have them. But we need people who will rise up and galvanize the multitudes. Pastor them so that they don't faint. We need a harvest of knowledge, scriptures, people who know the word of God. And where are the pastors and the center leaders and the shepherds who will go and visit them and even share the word of God or encourage them to read their Bible every day? So it's not enough to have a crowd. The harvest is not only human souls, but it's also the virtues that are needed in the church. A harvest of everything the church needs to be a church. Because if it is crowds, then the political parties are better. I might as well stop the church and join MPP. Because if they start having campaigns, Charlie... I mean, the crowds that will gather at the different places, it's not these two by four numbers we have. So, if it is numbers, I better go and join. It's not just numbers. We need even a harvest of righteousness. Righteousness. Properly born again Christians. God bless you. It's also a harvest. A harvest of not just people in the church, but people who are born again. People who know Jesus. And it is laborers. Who will labor and toil among them to make them into proper Christians. So my dear friends, this morning, I, I am happy. That's why I said, don't think that because we don't have 5,000 people here this morning, it means that God will hear your prayer. If you look around and you can count more than two or three, then Charlie, we are on. That's it. We are on. So that our beautiful church will be a my, my greatest joy will be to go to this brother and ask him to quote three verses and he can quote. Mm. To hear a testimony that he was into pornography and now he doesn't. He's now a center leader. Mm. That, that's, what the, that, that's the church we are looking for. Not, not just crowds have gathered. So God has a, one of the things he does with his power. One of the things God does with his power is that he uses his power to touch hearts. God bless you. Like he touched my heart. Like he touched many of you here. He has touched your heart to do something. You have got your personal problems, but you are rather caring for other people's problems. Rather. Yes. You may not hear soon as that we don't have any problems. Do you know if my wife has beaten me this morning? Hmm. But I can tell you, pastors, on Sunday morning, you see them preaching. But I can show you pictures. Their wife beat them before he went to preach. He used ice blocks to massage. I'm not joking. This is one of the jokes we share in the church. Mm. I can show you pictures. Pictures. Of a pastor preaching. I can show you the time he's preaching. And four hours earlier, the picture I got from him that this is what my wife has done to me. Hey! Problems. 
So it's not that we don't have problem. But when God touches your heart, even when your wife beats you, you mm. still rise up to go and serve God. You still rise up to go and preach. That is what we want in the church. So, you are saying, Father, send laborers. Laborers. Because we need a harvest, not just of crowds, but a harvest of righteousness. A harvest of stability. Yes. A harvest of spirituality. Yes. A harvest of even marriages. A harvest yes. of yes. proper men. Yes. Not cooks. Proper women who know who know what it means to be a woman. Hey. Yes. And we need ladies and men who teach the young women. Even that as a woman, you must bath before you sleep. Mm. It's, it's also part of the church. It's not just prayer. We need sisters who bat. It's a harvest. It's a harvest. We need them. Otherwise, you go and marry one to your house. Charlie, he just wakes and mascara and mm, this type mm, of powder mm, on mm, the face. Mm, mm. There's Shelly. First of all, most of them can cook. So we are, as we are married, we know we are going to be buying wache and so on. So when, in, in addition to the wache and KFC, she also doesn't bath. Then the whole thing is spoiling. Spoiled. Can you rise your feet? We are going to pray for laborers. La diepe masula bakakada kiromohotos. Can you lift your hands and pray, Lord? Send them. Send them. Oh, but I, I, I want to tell you that this morning, as you lift your hands to pray, God may actually touch you yourself. Say mm, you, mm, you yourself. Mm, you mm, can't. Mm, no, don't pray for somebody Joe, else. You yourself. That's your. Rise your feet, everyone, and lift your hands. Church builders. Church builders. I said, laborers who visit, who counsel, who pray for people, who teach them, who who, who love them, and and, and guide them away from evil. Laborers. Otherwise, the church will just be full of human beings, thousands and tens of thousands, but they are going to hell. can i tell you something just let you know that jesus christ and by extension god is not only interested in you going to heaven that's also very important he is interested in your life here on earth as a christian that's why we are praying for laborers he said when you pray say our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. So, when you get born again, God is not just waiting to take you to heaven. Otherwise, there should be coffins. When you get born again, you just die, you enter, we bury you. If it's only heaven, that is on God's mind. It's not just heaven. Mm. It's your life on earth in the church. In the church. And we need pastors. We need shepherds who will bring the will of God to pass in the lives of the members. Mm. Otherwise, they will be here. We have come to church thousands of the places full, but just useless people. Mm. Wicked crooks, unbelievers who have gathered, who are impervious to the power of God, impervious to the, to the will of God, impervious to counsel. Mm. They are just some wild animals in the church. But when we have laborers, and they descend into the church. Hey. The will of God is done the will here of God. on earth by reason of laborers laboring. Lift your hands and let's pray. 
Pray, pray. Don't just stand there and fold your hands. Pray, Lord. Send pastors into the church. Pastors, Lord. Send shepherds. Send leaders. Send workers. Workers. Send them, Lord. Builders of life. Builders of marriage. Builders of destinies. Oh, of course, and builders of the church. Workers. Workers. Convert ordinary members to workers. Convert ordinary members to workers. 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 Workers, workers, pray. That's all we are praying for. That's all. There's no second prayer of it. This is the only prayer we are praying. Workers, 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 fill the church with workers. We need them. It's not just members, it's not just members. Jesus saw members, but they were scattered. It's not enough to have members. I said it's not enough to have members. We need workers. Because there's more to harvest than just souls. There's more to harvest in the church than just souls. Sadamo Malazata Baba. A harvest of love. A harvest of patience. A harvest of peace. A harvest of blessings. A harvest of righteousness. A harvest of kindness. Harvest law. Masamo Terebe. Samamaya. Ramasatalababa. Ramamazinelebosa. Alaba Andela Andela Bosa Rema Mazindere Bosa Rema Mama 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 Lift your hands and we are praying We are praying We are praying Somebody wants to say Lord Make me 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 Not him Not her Make me A worker in the church A worker Lord Parasata Samayanda Santolaba Tolimasate Lembri Mahosa, Lembri Mahosa, Lembri Mahosa, Lembri Mahosa, Lambra Satar, Lambra Satar, Shabadisimano, 
Bentalabasaka, Sebe Aloleba, Asapalo Andeleba, Asapalema Handea, Asemahandela Mandea. Ase mahandela baseta la baba Sandala baba yandala ba Sobe amando loboso Ase baboa Ase baboa Asamandolea Asamandolea Azita basha Se babalo Se babalo Labata baba Can you join me to cry to God Can you join me to cry to God Lord send a harvest Send a harvest. We need a harvest. Lord, send laborers. Convert ordinary members to laborers. Convert ordinary members to workers. Convert ordinary members to pastors. Ordinary members to shepherds. Convert them, Lord. Basalea, Asandas, 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 Shabaloma, Kembala Baba Baba, Lema Masanda Baba Sopaliba, Kabalido Bosa, Lembrima Masota, Lemba Brabasa, La Sabala Bala Basa, Talabasa. Thank you, Jesus. Semini masanda la baba yandele besa boyande dede. Shoma mayande dede. To the heart of man The things God has prepared For those who love Him You must love the Lord Give Him all your heart You must love the Lord Because it's the greatest commandment Child of God You must Love the Lord Give me your very, your very heart You must love the Lord My child Because He has set His love upon me Therefore will I deliver Him Set him on high because he had known my name. He shall call upon me. I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver him. I will honor him. Oh, you must love the Lord. Give him all your heart. You must love the Lord because.
cross is the greatest commandment, child of God. You must love the Lord. Give Him your very, your very heart. You must love the Lord. Ooh, oh, yeah. He's your Lord and He's your God. He's your creator, your savior. He died for you because he really loves you. Oh, you must love the Lord. Give him all your heart. You must love the Lord because it's the greatest commandment, child of God. You must love the Lord yeah give him your very your very heart you must love him you must love him sweet Jesus give him all your heart with love life he will satisfy you and give you his salvation for Jesus once again. When God brought the Israelites out of Egypt, he gave them laws. Many, many laws, but there were ten of the laws which we call the Ten Commandments. In Exodus, Deuteronomy chapter 6, sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, God gave the command. He said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is 
one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart. And with all thy soul. And with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. And shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. And when thou walkest by the way. And when thou liest down. And when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine head. And they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thine house. And on thy gates. And it shall be. When the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy fathers. To Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. To give thee great and goodly cities. Which thou buildest not. And houses full of good things. Hmm. Can I get seven of you to just listen to me today? How many of you are ready to listen to the message today? Seven, just seven. All right. And houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not. And wells digged, which thou diggest not. Vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and before. There's a part, I'm, I'm, I'm repeating two parts. The first verse, verse four. It says, and thou, he said, and hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. When the people of Israel came out of Egypt, Among all the commandments God gave them, this was the main one, number one, the top. There's no commandment that is bigger than this. There is nothing you will do in the church that is bigger than 6-5. The first, number one. Why? Why did God give this commandment that it's very important for you to love God? That's what the song says. You must love the Lord. It didn't say, can you love the Lord or try and love the Lord or or believe God and love God. No, you must. You must love the Lord. Why? It is for your own good that you love the Lord. <laughs> and in in verse ten, it says, "And it shall be when he, when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, 
to give thee to give thee great and goodly cities cities which thou buildest not because he knows that with your strength there is nothing in you that can build a city there is nothing in you that can build a house so one of the things God does is that he gives us things we did not build Cities, goodly cities, which thou buildest not. Verse 11. And houses full of good things, which thou fillest not. So I expect that before you die, you should live in a house with radio, DVD, television that you did not buy. Yes, it is your right as a Christian to live in a house and open a fridge that you did not buy and drink Fanta from the fridge that you did not buy. There are times in our lives we buy our Fanta. There are times in our lives we buy our fridge. But there's a higher level of life where you drive a car that you did not buy. Is it a good thing? It's a very, very cheap and low life to have things that you bought yourself. Even animals live that way. I'm preaching to you today. I said, lions. If you see a lion eating meat, it means it went to hunt for the meat. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to sack some beds from my house just before I traveled because I needed to close the door, uh, the window. But they had made a nest. Yes. Oh, good to see you. You see now in this service, God bless you. God bless you for listening to me. Yes, may your children also listen to you. Beautiful. Beds, the bed had made its house, but I had to close the window, so unfortunately, I had to remove it from there. But when I removed it, I remembered you that if you also live in a house that you built, then you are not different from Anka Daddy, (laughs) it's a type of bed. But to prove that you are higher than a bed. You must one day unlock a door, turn on an air conditioner, turn on a stove and fry eggs in a house that you did not build. That makes you higher than a bed. Is that this is English? Oh, my time is up, but I really would have loved to preach. Take me back to verse, verse, verse. Yeah. Houses full of good things. Which you didn't feel the things in the house. The sofa, the bed. Why should you always buy the bed you must sleep on? Somebody should be able to sew a bed into your life. Makasula badaka. 
it is not a great thing to be drawing water from a well that you dug. One of the blessings of God for your life is that you'll be drawing water from a well that somebody dug and put you there. And vineyards and olive trees. You'll be plucking fruits and eating. That you did not plant. Receive it now. So, so my dear friends, that is the life God wants you to live. Because he knows that your salary cannot buy the shoes you need to wear. Some of you, you walk like somebody with bow legs. But your legs are straight. It's the shoes you are wearing. You've worn the shoes for too long. But it's not your fault. You earn 300 Ghana cities. How can you buy proper shoes? But ladies and gentlemen, God can give you somebody who will sow shoes into your life that you did not buy. Receive it there. I'm not joking. What I'm talking about is connected to the first commandment. Love the Lord. If you don't love the Lord, you will live a very cheap life. Yeah. Can you imagine your salary buying the shirts you need to wear? Can you imagine your salary buying the car you must drive? How I many I mean of us can buy cars with our salary? But there is also a place where somebody can buy a car and say, I'm sowing this car into your life. Receive it somewhere. My dear friend, please sit down. I need to end the message because my time is up. That is why these provisions are linked to your love for God. You must love the Lord. Another reason why you must love the Lord is that God has done a lot for you. He's done so much. Someone like you should not be married at this time. Or if you are married by this time, it should be, you should, you, you, you should be a widow or a widower. Look at somebody like you sitting in church. God has done so many things. That's why put up the words, the words of the song. He said, we know that all things work together. The words of the song, you must love the Lord. A lot of things have worked together for you to be in church. Yes, we know that all things work together for good to them that are called. You don't have any idea what it took God for you to be sitting in church. Yes. That is why you must love the Lord because God has tried. He has done, he has put so many things. He anointed a medical student who should have concentrated on his medical school work. Because of you, he anointed him in the medical school. 
and made him a pastor to start a church as a student so that 20 years, 30 years down the line, you will have the church that will be your family. God has tried. It is because of you he anointed Bishop Dagwood Mills. It is because of you many, about 29 years ago, my friend, she said to me on a Sunday morning, there is a church in the canteen. I was going to go to action. She said, let's go to that church in the canteen. And we went to the church in the canteen. And we saw a handsome young man preaching. He looked like Jesus. When I sat down and I heard the word, I said, wow! Not knowing that because of you, God made me enter that church so that I'll be a fellowship shepherd, a ministry shepherd, a pastor, and be transferred until one day I'll be here with you together in one church. God has done many things. When I entered that church close to 30 years ago, I didn't know that I would one day pastor someone like you. A witch like you. A witch like you. But God did it. He did it. You don't know what God has done for you. You see, please sit down. Sundays, you don't stand. Some of you, eh, this is because of the church that you are in, that you are not in jail. The church is actually an arrangement to prevent you from being in jail. Because yeah, some of you, even when I see you, you look like an armed robber, even in the church. You look like a corn man. But God has arranged and He has done anointed shepherds, basenta leaders, reverend. Some of you, it is because of you that Bishop Kobe was consecrated four weeks ago. Can you clap your hands for God? He has tried. Many things have worked together. Many things. Because some of you, like me, Kote said, some of you, it takes a certain type of pastor to pastor you. Because you are, you are inwardly a devil. So you, you are a devil. And you need a senior angel to overcome your devilness. Imagine the pastor who can pastor this man. You don't have any idea. You can't even control him. But when he and when I entered the church and he was there, he knew he had met his meter. And how did I get to meet him? How did I get to meet him? Thirty-five years ago, my wife preached to me, and I gave my life to Christ. So in Takradi, as she was doing witnessing, God knew that it was because of a devil like you that I would one day be a pastor to control you. All things. So the outreach, the soul winning, 35 years ago, God knew that one day, one day, one day, I will end up being in your life as your pastor. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? He has tried. why you must love the Lord you can't sit here and not love God 
some of you, your marriages are together because of church. Yeah. Had it not been for church, you would not be around. Some of you, your health, your health is because of church. One day, one day I sagged, I sagged a, a, a shepherd many years ago in Adenta. And she looked at my face and said, you can't sack me. <laughs> she said, you like sacking by heart. <laughs> you can't sack me. Said, what do you mean by I cannot sack you? What do you mean? He said, it's because of this work. But I've been talking to you. You know my marriage. You know the house I'm coming from. Is this thing I'm doing that has made me a normal person? If I stop this work, I'll be a mental patient. I will not allow you to sack me. I said, okay, go and work. Go and work. But you won't understand it. You understand it. That is why today I'm telling you that God has worked a lot of things together for you to be in the church. And there is no better response than the response of loving him. Just love him because of what he has done for you. Love him back. Love him back. Love him back. It's because of this cathedral we are in that I'm having a gathering service. Gathering services started many years ago. But I I wasn't having a gathering service because my church was full already before the idea came. My church was full. I was having four services. So many of you who today are here in this gathering service would never have been under me directly to be pastored if I had remained in the Adenta church. Yes. But somebody gave us about six acres of land in OEB. Yes. That we should build a church. And it is all all things. It is because of the land he gave us that we have been able to build a church that is big enough for you to leave your two by four branch and come here for a supersonic ministry. Say all things. All things. I mean, a lot of pastors say, Hey, Bishop, I'm surprised. This girl was never working in church. She wouldn't do anything in church. It is only in this service that she is singing. She's an usher. Yeah, many of you are, have been transformed because of the gathering service. Had it not been for the gathering service, if you were in your land, Quantanan or Anya uh, 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 or whatever, nah, whatever it is there, you would not be where you are. Say all things. If God has done this for you, my dear friend, you must just love the Lord. Love him. Just love him. Just love him. So, so if you are here and you don't love God, you are wicked. You are wicked. In fact, I, w- I would like to frighten you a little. First Corinthians 16. 22. I'm reading the verse to you in English. But this one also has got some Greek. He said, if any man love not the Lord Jesus, 
something in the Corinthian church. You are in the Corinthian church and you don't love God. Let that person be anathema. Do you know anathema? A cursed person. And a curse, an abomination, an accursed. This is the last verse. That he ended by saying, Maranatha, remember Jesus Christ is going to come again. If anybody doesn't love the Lord, let him be accursed. Because the things God has done, we, look, as we are dancing and singing, we are happy in the church. Charlie, look, you may be laughing and dancing, but God, it has cost blood for him to be for you to be here. The pastors are not as undaunted. The funds he has provided for us to build churches. Anointings he has put together for, for, for us to have even ideas about what to do. Prayer meetings to have. Services praying for you. My friend, if after all these things you are sitting in the church and you don't love the Lord, anybody, that girl is a curse. There's a curse. If you don't love God, there's a curse. And what is the curse? The curse is how your life would have been like. Oh, I feel like preaching now. I feel like preaching now. How your life would have been like if you had not come to church. Because it is the church that has staved off a curse. It's the church that has staved off a certain indignity, a certain disaster. It is the church. Now, if you are now in the church and you don't love God, it's like, let him be anathema. And then he ends by saying, Maranatha. Think about it. That Jesus is coming again. So if you are here, the coming of Christ is, 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 is nine. People must know Jesus. People must be born again. That is the meaning of Maranatha. The Messiah is coming again. And when he comes... There are some ten people he expects to be born again. And if you don't love the Lord because of which they are not born again, let that person be anathema. That is, you will be in the church and end up the same way your life would have been if you had not. Because we are all cursed people. Don't, don't, don't be deceived by my tie and shirt and say, I'm from Portugal, I went to Singapore, and I'm, I'm from London, I'm going to be able to, we, we are cursed. Don't be impressed. So, I'm from New York, or next week I'm going to uh, Czechoslovakia, and uh, from there I'm going to uh, Spain. Forget about that. So my shoe is 4,000 pounds, and so what? That's a curse. All of us, there are curses in our lives. Some of you in your, in your family, you must never marry beyond three years. Yeah, some of you in your marriage, in, in your family, you must never have a child, a boy, firstborn boy, who must grow up normal. Never. Some of you in your family, by the just by the trends in your family, you should have been married to six women before you die. You don't seem to understand the English language I'm preaching. Yes. Some of you, some things your grandparents have done, you should be mad by you, by 34. You should be mad. Some of you girls, no man should propose to you never because of what your mother has done to somebody's marriage. You are preaching. We are all cursed. 
have not even introduced the curse of Noah. Neither have I mentioned the curse on Adam. Yeah, I'm talking about your, your, your life. Some of you should die in a ghastly road accident because of what your grandfather has done to somebody. Ha! You don't understand life. You don't understand life. But when we enter the church, we come into a place of refuge, a city of refuge, a place of protection, a place of covering, a place where God saves off the curses and introduces us to a new life that is a life of majesty. Why don't you come and sit here with your fingernails, with your wig. Come and sit here with your nice shirt and tie. Because you have a job at Merchant Bank, because you are the MD of Echo Bank, you have brought your nonsense here. Ha! Go around and ask people. Go around. There are certain houses, certain villages. If you enter, you see that if you go inside the house, there is a room there. There is a man inside. He's lying on a bed, paralyzed. His, his clothes and cloth around him are a smell of urine. He was once the MD of a bank. He was once the head of GBC. He was once the commercial bank, whatever. He was once a minister. But a curse on him brought him back from Canada into that room. But when you come to God and he puts you in a church, he puts you in a church, that church like this is supposed to neutralize every, every, each and every curse on your life. So when you come here, and you are now some big man. It's like we have not seen a princess like you before. Aha. Then, let me make a mistake. You are bringing back curses. Say, if anybody does not love the Lord, let him be anathema. Maranatha. Paul spoke two curses before he died. One, the first curse was the curse on those who preach another gospel. And the second curse is the curse on those who are in the church and don't love God. If any man love not the Lord Jesus, let him be anathema. Let him be a forbidden let him be a story you must never tell. So today, <laughs> I'm telling you that you must love the Lord. It's not an option. If you don't love the Lord, uh, you, a curse will de- descend on you. Yeah. You didn't hear me? You, you don't understand English? So if you don't love the Lord, a curse will descend on you. You come to sit here with your chains and rings. Or are you a rapper? <laughs> Tell your neighbor the man is talking to you. Now, let me end. I want to tell you. Listen, listen. When we say you must love the Lord, what does it mean to love the Lord? We don't. Let's not go too far. Just John twenty-one. 15. 
Jesus is speaking. You know, sometimes, not Peter or Paul, Jesus himself is speaking. Look at this. So, so when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, do you love me? He said to him, yeah, Lord, you know I love you. And he said to him, feed my lambs. You don't love God by singing in a choir. You don't love God by wearing blue tie. You love God by feeding. You are preaching. Anybody who doesn't feed the lambs. Then the next verse, 16, the same question and almost almost similar answer. He said, Simon, do you love me? He said Jesus, you know, I love you. He said, Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. This is how we love God. Verse 17, he has the same question. Do you love me? Now, now Peter was grieved, he was bored. Why? Why is the question as the same question three times? People don't understand. People be very careful when you get irritated. By what is going on in the church. Like somebody will ask you a question three times. You are angry. The three times he's asking you the question. You have forgotten that you deny Jesus three times. So if you must answer a question three times. It means each answer is to, to neutralize one denial. You have denied Jesus three times. He has died. He has resurrected. This is a post-resurrection encounter. After resurrection, he's asking a question three times. That he's trying to say that every answer is neutralizing one denial. And you want to answer only once. We love God by feeding. Not your cousins. He didn't say feed your wife. Or feed your beloved. You know, some of us, we are in church and everything is about you. We must say, well done, Arab Lucy. Everything is about your children. If it's not about you, we must make you happy. We must make your husband happy. We must make your wife look nice. We must make your children dance around. And everything is about you. Always, you must be the limelight. Always you. No. Jesus says that, open up. I also have got lambs. I also have got sheep. Life is not just about you. I also have got others. Feed them. Hey, look. Let me tell you something. This message I'm preaching to you may be your greatest deliverance. I can sense, as I walk here, I sense a curse coming upon somebody. Right now, I felt it here. Somewhere here. You know, I was lying in bed in London. And I was praying. I felt, I I, I sensed some evil. And I began to pray and ask the Lord for deliverance. Within four minutes of the prayer, I heard clear, the Lord said, stop that prayer. And sow a seed. The second time he has told me that. The first time was I went for a a convention in a big church. And there was a problem. Something, something, something. And as I knelt down and I was worshipping in the convention. 
The Lord said, I will not take this away from you until you sow the entire honorarium you are going to receive from this church. Put it back. I said, wow. I agreed. And I did it. (laughs) If I start telling you this testimony, we'll need two hours. But I've got only three minutes more. Certain things will not be taken away from your life by just praying. Prayer is not enough. It's not enough. That some of the some of the evils in your life, you 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 overcome them and you neutralize them by doing things. So, so, so when you love the Lord by feeding his lambs, he takes certain problems off your life. <laughs> I think this is an anti-case. Message I'm preaching. Listen. If you are in this church, eh, be here properly. One of the things you must do is that if God puts you into this church, Bishop Kobe, don't leave this church. No matter how much I offend you. And I can be very offensive. But be here. You see, because Psalm 68 verse 6 It said, God set the solitary in families. This is a spiritual family. Now, I'm, I'm going to say something. First of all, I want to say to you that if somebody brought you here, your friend, your sister, or you, you even saw our signboard and you came, it's not that somebody, it's not a signboard. God brought you here. That's number one. Don't leave. Look, I have not. I, I, I was in somebody's sitting room in London, a pastor. And he said, Oh, have you heard of this pastor? So, oh, yes, I've heard of him. He left the church and so on. You know, bizarre circumstances. So, he called me last week from Ghana that I should give him some money. I was surprised. This is a pastor who was. Everywhere, honored, blessed. Now, as I'm talking to you, he's he's begging for money. He's he's a beggar. You see, God, one of the blessings God gave us, he said, said, and I will appoint to you a place. 
one of the things God does in our lives is that he appoints us a place. He puts you in a place. It's, it's a, and I will appoint to you a place. So this place where you are is God's appointment. So I will appoint thee a place. Now, it is that place where you experience your deliverance. If you move from there, two things about the place, about the church. If you move from there, Second Samuel 7 verse 10. It said, moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel. Listen to the English. And I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them anymore. When you are in your place, when I tell you like I moved you here and you have come, you may think you have come because of me. But you are, you'll be surprised that there is a certain wickedness about to hit your home that God brought. He said, I will appoint a place for my people. If God loves you, he, he, he appoints a place. And I don't know if it's a signboard that brought you here. Your neighbor, your small sister, your big sister. Some of you, are, it's a girl you are chasing that has brought you here. Whatever it is, you are here now. Now, listen, listen, listen. I've seen recently another pastor who left the church. He's in jail. Some are mad. Some are broken homes. Some of them, their children are, are, are now rising up to fight them. So when you are in your place, what you don't know is that a lot of things, uh, there is a lot of things that go on in your favor. That's one thing. Now, I'm preaching about the church. And the title is, uh, you must love the Lord. Now, the first thing about the church is that if you are here, don't allow any problem to send you out because God appointed you a place here. So that the children of wickedness will not afflict you. Now, that's, that's number one. Now, for those of us who have stayed in the church, like me and you, that we did not leave we did not break away. We did not walk away. I know people who, some people, they, they sat at the back, they insulted me and left. But it's okay. You take me to be a comedian or a fool. But now let's come to those of us who are in the church. Let's, let's now finish with those of us. Did you leave? You, sat, you stayed in also. Yeah, so you are the one I'm talking to. Those of us who are in the church, listen to me now. So there are two things you can do to a church you are in. You can leave the church. Or you can stay. Now, if you stay, if you stay, you have a second responsibility. 
Now, that responsibility you have is to flow. If you stay in the church and you don't flow with what goes on in the church, you will be as accursed as the one who left the church. This church God put you in is a church you can't just sit in. You must flow. Flow with what? Every church has got what they do. Now, in our church, for us to be blessed, now, Psalm 68 and verse 6, he settled the solitary in families. Watch it again. And he bringeth out those which are bound with chains. So, so, so when you stay in the family, one of the things that will happen to you in this family is your deliverance. It's your escape. That what happened to your big sister who wasn't going to church will never happen to you. What happened to your uncle who was an idol worshiper will never happen to you. Even though you look like him, because you are in the family, because you are in the place God appointed for you, you are safe. Shatola Magayande. But something is expected of you. When you are in a church. Watch it. The last sentence. But the rebellious. Rebellious. That is, they, see, they, these ones, they stayed. They didn't leave. God put them in the family. But you can be in the family and rebel. There are pastors who have not left the church. But they are rebelling pastors. There are church members who have not left the church. But they are in the church and they are rebelling. What does it mean to rebel? To rebel means that I won't do. I won't flow. I won't do what you are saying. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't go for the outreach. I will not do the crusade. I won't do, I, I won't be a shepherd. I know a particular man who should have been a pastor. He's still in the church. The suffering is suffering. You don't have any idea. If I tell you one, you fall down. One of the things you can do in the church is that you can be in the church and rebel. You don't flow. I'm very happy that when I joined this church, I flowed by the grace of God. Yes, this church, we do shepherd, 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 shepherd. I became a shepherd. Pastor, pastor, appointment, pastor, shepherd, ministry, shepherd, fellowship, shepherd. I, I just flowed. Always, when you flow, there is a blessing. Look at me standing here. I, there are testimonies I can't share in the microphone. I can't share. But those who rebel, the Bible says that they will dwell in a dry land. They will, they will be in the church, but they will not be blessed. They'll be in the church, but they'll be cursed. Yes. I've seen it. I'm telling you. If you're in the church and we say we are doing basantes, flow. Not, not central gospel church. 
No action. No presby. God was not out of his mind. God, he knew about action. He knew about Central Gospel Church. He knew Victory Bible. He knew whatever church. But he knew all that. But he brought you to Lighthouse Chapel. This is the family he put you in. Yes. Everybody belongs to a family. Yeah, I belong to the Ogo family. Yeah. I may love the Donkos. I may be, I may admire the, 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 the Otre, the Akons, whatever. I am an Ogo. That's all. That's the family. And spiritually, this is a family. Don't be here and be a rebel. Otherwise, a curse. What is the curse? What's the curse? The curse is a return to the life that God intended to save you from. Because of your disposition and your, and your tilts and your demeanor in the church. You are, you are in the church, but you are cursed. Like Judas. He didn't leave. He was around. He was with them, but he was cursed. He didn't flow. So one of you betray me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen to me very carefully. One of the ways to be in a church, eh, to be blessed in the church, is to flow. Flow. There's a word. That word, F-L-O-W. Flow. And in this church, how do we love the Lord? We love God by serving Him. By winning souls. And you must flow. Otherwise, you will be in the church, but you will dwell in a dry land. Finances are dry. Marriage is dry. Your children are dry. Your work is dry. Meanwhile, you are in a church where people are sharing testimonies. Flo, look. We are going to have Swollen Sunday. You must flow. That's a, listen. That is how we here choose to express our love for God. We express our love for God by feeding his lambs. And the feeding, the best food to give a person is to give Christ. Jesus is the answer. If you meet somebody who doesn't have a job, don't be too quick to give the person money. Don't be too quick to find a job for the person. The answer is Jesus. If you give the person Jesus, the person may find a job because Jesus will even help the person to think properly. Jesus, the presence of Jesus. When you meet somebody who doesn't have a beloved, don't be too quick to find a beloved. Find Jesus for the person. Because there may be a curse on the person's family. That's why that girl, no, even though she's beautiful, no man is proposing. I'm sure you know that we don't use beauty to marry. You know that? We don't use beauty. Any woman who thinks that you must be beautiful to marry is a fool. It's a fool. That is what makes them bleach their face. That is what makes them put cushions in their braziers. That is what makes them put hipsters and, and fill their hips because to them, it must look nice. 
But ladies and gentlemen, men don't marry women because of beauty. There's another reason why a man marries a woman. Today, today, I'm saying that you must love the Lord. If you don't love the Lord, you will be here. But you will be anathema. You are here. People are getting beloveds. People are marrying. People are getting jobs. And you don't have a job. You can't get a beloved. You have, you have combed your hair. You have cut your hair. You have worn a wig. You have done curls. You have bleached your face. You have bleached your armpit. You have bleached one breast and left one black. So... neighbor flow in the church flow but the rebellious those who rebel they live in a dry land I want to tell you listen listen to me I believe in prayer but there are some things eh? it takes only certain actions to overcome. That's why the Lord told me, stop praying. He said, sow a seed. And I, I, he still hasn't told me what. God, I sense it's not money. I sense it is something he wants me to do. I'll, I'll find out. But it's clear. Yes. All my life, it's been seed sowing. I've been sowing seeds in different ways. That's what, what has brought me here. Yeah. And that's why he sent me to tell you that. You too, sow a seed. Sow a seed. Some things will never... In that song, give me that, give me, put the song up. You must love the Lord. Look at it. Go down. The next stanza. Yes, I have not seen. Nor ear heard. Nor has it entered into the heart of man. The things God has prepared for those who love him. This is a song with scripture. This is First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Clear English. If you love him... If you love God, you will experience things nobody has seen before. Yes. You'll experience things that nobody has said. You yourself, what you will do in your life, you have not seen some before. Yes. If you love the Lord, you must love the Lord. Otherwise, you become an average commoner. I said an average commoner. You are common. We must use a magnifying glass before we locate you in a crowd. But if you love God, you stand out from afar. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard. Yes. Psalm 91. He said, Because he has set his love upon me. Because he has set his love upon me. I said, because he has set his love upon me. You must love the Lord. Because there's a deliverance. He said, because he, thou, he has set his love upon him. I, go back to Psalm 91 verse 9. Go back quickly. Because thou hast been the Lord thy refuge. is my, even the most high thy habitation. Verse 10. Go to verse 8. 
Find that part for me, Psalm 91. Because he has set, verse 14, because he has set his love upon me. Wow, that is it there, actually. Look at it there. Somebody here, your house can, is going to burn down. There is somebody in this service. If you don't listen to me. Your house will burn down. When we are having swollen Sunday and everybody is bringing souls to the church and you fold your hands, you're not getting involved. What you don't know is that you are becoming a curse. You are becoming anathema. And say, because, you see, you see so God delivers people. He doesn't deliver you because you pray. He delivers you because you set your love on him. 7th of July is for people to deliver themselves from family curses. I heard it. I said, stop praying and sow a seed. This is four days ago. Sow a seed. I was so shocked, I couldn't even continue praying. So I see it. And I will sow it. There is an evil that is about to come into your life. You know, you may think I'm preaching this message to frighten you. I don't. Look, the church is full already. We are full. But the grace of God, if we keep at it, soon, the next major thing in this church is canopies. It just makes sense. Other canopies always, you, we use the stage. For, it's full. The church is full. But God guides us into such things so that we redeem ourselves from curses. Because he has set his love on me, I will deliver him. I will set him on high. There's a type of promotion that comes when you show your love for God by feeding his lambs. And because he has known my name, verse 15, watch it. He shall call upon me. (laughs) <laughs> and I will answer. So when somebody prays and his prayer is answered, it is not because he prayed. <laughs> I, I'll take it again. If somebody prays and his prayer is answered, it's not because he prayed. At the base of that answered prayer is a certain love he or she has shown to his house, has shown to his work. A lot of escapes don't come by prayer. Hebrews 2, 3, actually, it's another scriptures. Hebrews 2, verse 3. The writer of Hebrews says, how, how shall we escape? <laughs> if we neglect so great salvation. So, sometimes being saved, number one, is a way of escape. Not prayer. Just by receiving Jesus Christ into your life, it's a way of escape from certain family curses, your own background, some evil. Just, just by being saved. And the second thing is being interested in salvation. He said, if we neglect, as we are bringing souls on buses, everybody is bringing five, seven, three. People are bringing, as everybody is bringing. If you neglect the salvation, 
you will not escape a curse. It's like because we are not employed or we couldn't go to the university, we only have to depend on God. There's no job that will take us. There's, I mean, like we are unemployed, but you are a bank manager. You work with a, you have your business, so you don't, you, you are not in need. We who couldn't finish university, we are those who must depend on God. How can you escape? One man took his daughter to, is that America or one of these crazy countries? To school. Be very careful. I'm speaking to somebody here. Somebody here, your eyes are on money too much. And that money, he took the girl to school. The girl went, finished school and came back. Normal girl wearing glasses. Then she said she was going again to do something. something. She went. But the next time, she, either she, she came back or the parents heard. I forgot. But she had cut her breast. Yes, she's bilateral mastectomy. She says she's now a boy. I'm not joking. Ghana here, cantonments. She's now a boy. Be careful. Monday, it would have been better if you didn't have money to buy a plane ticket. It would have been better if you didn't have money to pay school fees in America. We are struggling to pay Legon. You can afford America. But be very careful because, because there is an escape from evil. Your money will never be able to save you. How can we escape? How? how? My wife, I, I always say this humorously, but it's in a sense it is true. She's married today because she did not neglect salvation. That's how she's married. Maybe if she, had, if she had neglected salvation by not witnessing to me, maybe she would still have been married. But I'm a type of expensive husband to have. I mean, my type is not common in town. Hello? But because she did not neglect salvation. Limited edition. Preach. No, I'm not joking. I mean, I, we laugh. But you be surprised. Yeah. If she had passed me by. One day I was preaching and I asked the girl, what type of man would you like to marry? She said, oh, I want a man just like you. Yes. Because I'm a certain type of human being. <laughs> and some of you sisters here, you have now joined the choir because you want a husband. It's not the choir. You must not neglect salvation. How can you escape? But God is providing you with an escape. We step out. Everybody just thank God. Thank, thank God Jesus. for today. Thank Him for today. Thank Him for the blessing. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank Him for the blessing. 
Thank him for the Every eye closed, please bring your hand down. If you are here today, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be I want to bow my knees to Jesus so that I can love him. If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you to give your life to Jesus. Every eye closed, every head bowed, wherever you are, come to me. Just first of all, lift up your hand. You want to receive Jesus Christ. You want to be born again. Yes, just lift your hand high wherever you are. Yes. Some are already coming anyway. Some are coming already. Just lift your hands wherever you are. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. If your hand is up, come to me here. Come to the front. Come. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. I'm going to pray for you here. Give him your Clap your hands for them as they come. Coming to receive Jesus. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Lift your hand. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, today, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. I've come to you. I've come to you. Dirty. Dirty. A sinner. A sinner. A wicked person. A wicked person. But I, I need your love. But I need your love. I need your blood. I need your blood. To wash my sins. To wash my sins. Oh God. Oh God. Please wash me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. That I am born again. That I am born again. I thank you Father. I thank you Father. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Can you see my hand? Look at me. Look at me. Can you see me? You see our pastors there who are waving their hands there. Yes, I want you to please go with them. They are going to talk to you, write your name, they will visit you, and they will help you to be strong in the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Please follow them now. Or keep clapping your hands for them. Oh, encourage them. God bless you. These are our new members. Yes. They have joined this family. And they will not rebel. They will not rebel. Father, we pray that you bless this communion. We pray for a release of power. A release of fire. A release of a new season into our lives as we take this communion. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Brothers, sisters, we are one And our lives have just begun In the Spirit, we are young This is a special meal God prepared for us. He said, eat it. This is my body. And I'm sure you know that food always does something to our bodies. Oh, yes. Some foods are actually foods that, that, that heal us of certain conditions. Mm. They are special foods. Special. Certain vitamins. Mm. Certain types of uh, vegetables, certain eat. types of you know, food, grains Shaka. you eat it, even orange orange, if you eat a lot of oranges, it helps a lot in different areas of your body, even with your ability to bleed less if they cut you and your gums so somebody has got swollen gums, it's, it's not eating something so it's not Food is not just eat to fill your stomach. Mm-hmm. Food actually cures us. Yes. And today, this spiritual food you are about to eat, mm. ha, it will cure somebody's blindness. Amen. It will break a curse. Amen. It will bring a healing. Amen. It will deliver someone. Amen. And establish you in a place. Oh yes. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. For healing. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Eat it. <laughs> Once again, you're about to drink something. The same way that some things when you drink, they change your life. The drunkards will understand what I'm saying. Hey. The same way the other things you drink, milk, certain chemicals. If you are coughing and you drink cough mixture, mm. the cough will go. So physically, the things we drink bring healing. This is called life. Life. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. There is life. The life of the flesh is in the body. In the blood. It's in the blood. In the blood. So as you drink it, any area of your life, your marriage, your business, your whatever, that there is no life in it. Your body, life is entering. Amen. 
any part of your body which is sick is either going to be repaired mm. or replaced. Repartus. You've just eaten the body. Takas. If it can't be repaired, it will be replaced. Replaced. If it can't be repaired, it will be replaced. Amen. The blood. The blood. Drink it. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. For healing. For healing. For healing. For healing. For healing. For healing. I see fire already. Fire. Jesus. It burns something. Yes. It burns something. Yes. The fire I'm seeing is burning something away from someone's life. You know, sometimes you can use fire to cut things off the body. Yes. Fire. Fire. Lift your hands now. Receive that blessing now. Receive it. I break a curse. Yes. Because you ate it. Because you ate this food. I said, because you ate this food, I release fire. Fire. Be free. Yes. Bring to me anybody under the power of God. Yes. Anybody here. Anybody here who is under a curse by this blood. I said by this blood, if people are killing cows, killing cats, killing sheep for deliverance, today the blood of Jesus is making a way. Right now, whatever is in your family, that is an affliction. I break it in the name of Jesus. I break it in the name of Jesus. Receive your liberty. Receive it. Be healed. Yes. Be healed. I release a word into somebody's brain. Your brain. You will think properly. Bring them to me here. Yes. Yes. Bring them to the front. Bring them here. Receive clarity of thought. Somebody here. You are about to be made mad. A mental patient. In two weeks, you will be in the mental hospital. Clap your hands and pray right now. I'm breaking that power. Yes. One of the blessings of the church is that you need power that is against. Jesus said, I give you power against. Power against. Power against. In the name of Jesus. My God, I release it. Lift your hands right now. Somebody, your body, there's a body part. There's a body part. The finger of God is removing that body part and it's replacing instant healing. Yes, right now. There's a pain in somebody's knee. If a doctor can do knee replacement, then the blood of Jesus, the power of God, can replace a knee, can replace a kidney. My God, can replace one eye. Somebody here, your left eye can't see well. But God is removing that eye and putting in a new one. If it cannot be repaired, it shall be replaced. Lift your hands, receive it now. One, two. Yes, yes, yes. 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 For deliverance. Yes. For deliverance. Yes. For deliverance. Oh, yes. For deliverance. Deliverance. Whatever is hiding under a chair Mm. in an office, somebody here in your office, something is under a chair you sit on. Clap your hands and bind any demonic planting. Whatever has been planted in your office. Whatever has been planted in your office, whatever has been planted in your life, oh my God, somebody here, somebody in your life has been planted by the enemy. 
receive Jesus Belus 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 be free yes clap your hands and pray that's healing that's deliverance you are being set free thank you Jesus thank you Jesus pray pray Pray. Be free. Now lift your hands. Lift your hands. Father, you told me that I should organize a porch and altar here for deliverance. So I'll do it. But before we meet here, Anyone, anyone, under the sound of my voice, who is being tormented, who is in torment, torment of fire, torment of pain, torment of duress, torment of evil. You take it out. You take it out. Yes. Achacha. Jesus, for liberty, for freedom. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You may be seated.